Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our Monday morning discipleship. Monday morning discipleship. We like to come on on Monday and try to give you something to supplement uh, what you may have heard on Sunday morning. And so uh, it's time that we pivot to a new series. We're going to uh, shift gears here. And uh, we uh, just came out of a series, uh, Trusting God in Season and Out of Season. And we told you last week, we didn't know where uh, the Lord was going to send us. And so um, we're going to shift to a new series uh, over the next, uh, I don't know how many weeks. We'll see what the Lord says. I want to talk about obedience and discipleship. Obedience and discipleship. And and, and as we always do uh, with our series, uh, I'm going to start you off this week. We're going to just going to kind of give you a little bit of an overview of where we're going to go with this. And uh, we do have some scripture to share with you on today, but we're going to talk about obedience and discipleship. And uh, let me tell you where this came from before we get to the scripture that I, I've, uh, I've chosen for today. Um, as of the recording of this podcast, it was one year ago. Uh, I'm recording this on, on Sunday night, uh, March 7th. It was one year ago that I did my first discipleship conference and it was based on my book. Are we still making disciples? And I did my first discipleship conference one year ago, uh, as of today, as of the recording of this podcast. And, uh, it's so interesting when I think about, uh, that workshop, because number one is, is kind of, it was a dream come true. It was a vision, if you will, um, that I asked God to allow me to do, um, and if you follow the podcast, you know, uh, in December of 2019, I was hospitalized for a few days to have some surgery. And it was in that moment that God spoke to me about doing a discipleship conference because, uh, everybody, uh, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people had been teaching out of my book, everybody, but me. And God said to me, you know, I gave you the book. Why aren't you teaching out of the book? And, and let me, let me just go a little bit further in that testimony. Part of my reasoning with God was, you know, um, I'm being passed over for opportunities. Quite honestly, people are being called to teach on discipleship and they're being asked to use my book, but they're actually overlooking the person that wrote, that wrote the book. And this was by people who knew me, by the way. And, uh, I thank God for, for the fact that some of the, the people that I knew that were teaching out of the book, some, some of the people that were fr- friends of mine in the ministry, they would always call me and say, Hey, they got me teaching out of your book. Can you stop by my class tonight? I think it's important that they meet the author of the book. And so I thank God for those brothers. Um, and so, um, in, uh, in, in a strange way I've written, I had written a book. But other people, they seem that feel like other people were more qualified to teach out of my book. And I'm not saying I'm the only person that's qualified to teach on discipleship, but it just seemed odd to me that you would use a book, know the author, and not call the author and say, can you come and teach? Now, at the same time, there were instances that, that came about later on where people were, were calling me and saying, hey, can you come and teach out of your book? So we thank God for that. But here's the deal. Before we go into this, and all of this is tying up in, with obedience and discipleship, you know, the Lord impressed upon me in that moment. Why are you waiting on anybody? Why are you waiting on anybody? This sounds like wisdom, Wednesday, but y'all just give me a second here. Why are you waiting on other people to call you to teach out of something that I gave you? Put it on yourself. 
So fast forward, we we even in the hospital, by the way, let me let me touch on this. Even in the hospital, as I'm in the hospital, I get a call from a church who wants to order. He was started off. He asked for 10 copies of the book and then he upped that order. And somebody had just handed him this book one day, a pastor. And he just said, this is great. And I want to teach it in my church. And so he had his wife call me while I was in the hospital and say, we need a bulk order of these books. And so from there, that was further confirmation. You need to do this. You need to do this. And so as we talk about obedience uh, and discipleship, as I'm celebrating this one year anniversary, I'm celebrating, if you will, because I wanted to, to make it an annual and I still plan to make it an annual. But last year it was March 7th, literally six days later, the whole country was shut down because of the pandemic. And so uh, we're still dealing with that. So we couldn't do one this year as of yet. We'll see what the Lord says for the rest of the year. But but let me get back to what we're talking about here as far as obedience and discipleship, because in that moment I had to be obedient to what God had told me to do. And one of the things that I've noticed about us as, as, as it relates to discipleship, and it really kind of a, a theme in the book, because the book is, are we still making disciples pushing the church beyond membership and Sunday morning worship? Um, one of the things that, that I think we struggle with in discipleship is our obedience. And we come, we join the church and as we go through this series, we'll touch on a couple of things in the book. We come, we join the church, right? We, we become, you know, sometimes we, we even become tithe members, uh, tithe, tithe paying members of the church, right? And we do all of that. But we really, really forget kind of the tenets of discipleship. And that, again, that's part of the reason we wrote the book. A disciple is a learner and a follower, a learner and a follower. I want to learn from Jesus. I'm going to follow Jesus. But one of the, 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 the things that we miss sometimes is the obedience part. And that's what we're going to be dealing with in this new series, the obedience part of discipleship. Because again, following Jesus, it means I'm going to go behind him. I'm going to do what do as he does, right? He's going to teach me and I'm going to follow because I'm a learner and a follower. But then there are moments, y'all, where God gives us instruction. You think about the Great Commission, right? Again, the, the tenet of the book, go ye therefore, Matthew 28, 19 to 20, go ye therefore, go. Now you have to be obedient as a disciple. You have to go and you have to do some things that God is telling you to do as a disciple, a learner, a follower, but you also need to be obedient. So we're going to talk about this obedience in discipleship because it's very important because again, y'all, you can join the church. You can sit in Bible class. You can follow to a certain, I'm going to follow you, Jesus. But are you, are you struggling in the obedience area where it's not so much about following? It's about following in order, right? That, 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 that hidden part right there. Follow Jesus. I want to follow Jesus. Oh yeah, I want to be more like him. But what do you do when God gives an order? Do you follow the order? We know that the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. And we're going to touch on that as we go through. Obedience, God wants obedience from us. So even as I mentioned, you join the church, you, either be, you even become a tithe paying member of the church. Like you're giving your sacrifice, your tithe and offering. But are you obedient? 
Are you following what he's telling you to do? Again, all of us want to say, I'm Christ. Like I want to be like Jesus and we should, but are you following what he's telling you to do? The, the, the mandate, the order, right? Are you, are you stuck on the following Jesus and just trying to be like Jesus? Or are you dealing with the mandate that God has given us? Obedience in discipleship is very important. Let me, let me read some scripture again. I'm going to try to be out of here in 15 minutes on today because we're trying to set this up. And then as we go forward, however long the Lord takes us, we'll deal with, with more of this and how we can become more obedient as disciples. Again, you got your knowledge. You're a follower, right? We think about them, the, that inner circle, that 12 in the Bible, follow Jesus everywhere. But sometimes they struggle when the mandate came. Do this, do that. They struggle with it, right? So, so every now and then they struggled in, in the obedience and discipleship. But let me give you some, some scripture. And this may come from an odd place because we talk about discipleship. We're talking about being followers of Christ. But, but the Lord impressed upon me to share this with you. Book of Jonah. Familiar stuff, right? Jonah chapter one. Let me read this. I want to make sure I read it from the New Living Translation. Jonah chapter one. And I'm just going to read a few verses. I'm going to read actually all the way down to the A clause of verse three. That's all I'm going to do. Jonah chapter one. Down to verse three, the A clause. New Living Translation says it like this. The Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai. Right. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked his people are. Verse three. Here's the key. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. Jonah, God's preacher. Got up. After God gave him a mandate an order. And he went, as the Bible says, in the opposite direction of what God told him to do. Now, again, if you've read the book of Jonah, you know the story. Um, you know, we all get caught up. I mean, beyond beyond the whale. You know, we, we you know, the Bible tells us that God arranged for a great fish. And there's been some great conversation because some of us will say things like, you know, the Bible didn't say it was a whale. So why did we call it a whale? Well, if you go into the New Testament, y'all forgive me. I don't have the scripture right off the top of my head. But Jesus himself said it was a whale. Jesus said that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. That's where we got the whale from. We got it from the mouth of Jesus. And I think he would know. So Jesus said it was a whale. That's why we're saying it is even though in the book of Jonah, it says a great fish. If you go to the New Testament and again, I apologize for not having the scripture and I, I'll provide it for you on next week because I, I can't pull it up right this second. Jesus himself in a conversation said Jonah was taken up by a whale. So Jesus called it a whale. But anyway, as we look at the text here, this is God's preacher and he goes the opposite direction of what God told him to do. If you know the story of Jonah, you know that Jonah's issue, watch this, was that he believed that he would be preaching in vain. Those people ain't going to come to church, God. I'm I'm, I'm modernizing it for you right there. Those people ain't going to come to church. They're not going to do what you said. I'm not going to waste my time going over there to preach to those people. And then he goes and preaches to them after God has to put him in the belly of the whale. He goes and he preaches and them people 
saying we received the message. Jonah gets an attitude and he pouts about it. He actually pouted about people being saved. Just, just as odd as that is. But again, let me, let me bring it back. I don't want to tell the whole story of Jonah. I, I'm making a point here though, that this is God's preacher. And he gives him a message to go and give to the people. And the Bible says that he got up and went in the opposite direction. I'm saying all that to say is that you can have the assignment. You can be this learner, this follower. You can have even the oil on your life. And it's nothing for you to get up and go in the opposite direction of what God has told you to do. I can't be the only one. Reverend Jackson can't be the only one that's saved and still has gone in the opposite direction of what God has told him to do. God said, go this way. And I said, nope, I'm going this way. I can't be the only one that have been in rebellion to God. Right. And so we have to, we have to be careful with this as disciples of Christ, as we are disciples of Jesus Christ, there is an obedience component that has to be there. There's an obedience that we have to exercise. It's good that we're learners and followers. And if we're not learners and followers, we need to get that down first. It's good that we're learners and followers of Christ, but there's an obedience component because there are times where we get an order. There's a time where God says, I want you to do this. There's a time in that great commission where God says, I want you to go ye therefore. Jesus says, I'm about to ascend now. Now I'm about to give you a mandate. Now I'm about to give you an order because we're going outside of the learning and following. You got to go do now. And again, you could follow me out into the world as I do, but eventually I'm going to just tell you to go and do. Eventually there's a mandate that comes with discipleship. There's an order that comes with discipleship. And we have to ask ourselves, are we going to be obedient to what God has told us to do as disciples of Jesus Christ? Again, we can't just can't just play the role. We have to actually do something. And so what we're going to do, I'm going to wrap it up right here. What we're going to do in these coming weeks, we're going to talk about obedience in discipleship, how we can be obedient, how we have been disobedient. Because if, if we're going to talk about that, we've got to talk about the ways in which we're disobedient as disciples of Christ and what it means to be obedient to the word of God, to be obedient disciples. Because even as I just pointed out with Jonah here to you all, you can see right there, it's possible to be chosen of God and still be disobedient to God. It's possible, it's possible rather to be chosen of God and still ignore what God is telling you to do. It's very possible. I'll say it like this and then, I, then I'll be, be, be done here. I was in a situation once before where there was a pastor who, you know, wasn't necessarily doing what the Lord told him to do. And a lot of people wanted to question his call. And my defense of this pastor was, they, listen, the Bible is full of people who had the call on their life and they still disobeyed God. Don't think because he's a pastor that he won't disobey God. And don't think that he's no longer a pastor. He no longer has the anointing. and He no longer uh, is a child of God because he, because he disobeyed God. We have to make sure that we're operating in obedience as disciples. 
We have to make sure that we're operating in obedience. Be a learner, be a follower, but be obedient. And as we saw with Jonah, sometimes the reason that there's a struggle with the obedience part is that God is sending us to places that we don't want to go. That God is asking us to do things that we don't want to do. But if you're going to be a learner and a follower, you can't just follow when Jesus says, go preach. You can't just follow when Jesus says, go lay hands. You got to be willing to go into some of them places where God tells you to go and you don't feel comfortable going or you don't believe that they're going to receive it. You got to be willing to go. We talk about it all the time. Step out on faith. But but unfortunately, the only time we talk about stepping out on faith is when it comes down to us getting something that we want. But sometimes you got to step out on faith because of what God told you, even though it's a difficult assignment, even though it's an assignment you may not want to do. But you still have to say, I'm going to step out on faith and do it anyway, because once I'm done, God, maybe you'll you'll show me why you had me doing this in the first place. So I'm excited about this new series. We're going to wrap it up right here. Obedience and discipleship. This is week one. So we're going to pick it up on next week and we're going to share some more scripture with you. And again, we're going to talk about how we're obedient, how how we're disobedient and how we can bring ourselves back to a place of obedience and discipleship. And be clear, I always stress this to you all. I don't have any I don't have any advice on how you can be perfect. But I do have advice on how you can be obedient. I do have advice on how you can be faithful, may not be perfect, but you can be faithful. And so that's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship, um, a new series, obedience and discipleship. I'm excited about this and we hope uh, that you all will take this journey with us. Let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us on the ministry side, the best way to do that is check out our ministries website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, best way to do that is check us out at the publishing website, that website, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe. Uh, like it, share it with your friends and family. Um, we would definitely, definitely appreciate that from you. That's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship, our new series, Obedience and Discipleship. Again, we hope you take this journey with us. And so um, we appreciate you all for checking us out. We'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.